Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another bite-sized political podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we're going to have a little chat about Ukraine uh, because, of course, the media consistently refuses here in the UK at any rate to give you any uh, perspective on the tragedy that's been occurring there for for a year now, really. But um, we get um, we get a couple of things that uh, should raise everybody's eyebrows. I've seen a statistic that said that that says that the Ukrainian war dead, as in those killed in the conflict, uh, is in excess of two hundred and fifty thousand people. Two hundred and fifty thousand dead Ukrainians killed in the conflict. And for every dead Ukrainian, you could probably add another three or four who have been injured, some very seriously, many with life-changing life injuries and all of that, as they say. So the cost to life in Ukraine, to young Ukrainian men, is, is off the scale. And is it possible, do you think, that they're running out of actual um, soldiers on the ground? Is that why, for example, we see, if we check out alternative media, uh, video after video of press ganging uh, people, anyone, any, any, basically anyone who's male on the streets of Kiev or every other major uh, Ukrainian city, uh, they're, just, they're just lifted and hauled, uh, hauled off in vehicles to go off to the front line where they will undoubtedly die. A lot of them fight back and they don't want to go. You don't see this in the media. The media is trying to pretend that everything's fine. Everything's fine. There's just been a bit of a lull in the fighting, but don't worry about it. Putin's not made any advances. Zelensky standing strong. The West standing beside him. Everything's okay. And nothing could be further from the truth. It's not okay. It's not okay to have lost a quarter of a million of your young men on the battlefield. It's not okay. It's not okay to have maybe another three quarters of a million in hospital somewhere, which you don't want to talk about. It's not okay as well. And then there are some other things that we should talk about. For example, have they sufficient munitions? It looks to me that there's a degree of desperation now because, you know, the I think it was, it was even in the States they said that the amount of consumption of bullets and other such uh, military materials in Ukraine, it exceeds U.S. supply, which is why the U.S. were running to beg other people uh, to uh, to produce more, because basically the Ukrainians are going to run out of, um, uh, of of weapons and and the things that weapons fire. Those things are in jeopardy as well. So, you know, you got to wonder at what point does this simply become just impossible to continue. And yes, I know we have Rishi Sunak and Ben Wallace over here in the UK and Biden and the gang in the States pretending that it's all fine. We're winning. We're definitely winning. Any day now, Putin is going to be, um, you know, uh, well, if he's not already dead, he will be and he will have run into hiding and we'll never see him again. It's all fantasy. None of this is happening. What's happening is a bloodbath in the uh, front areas of the, um, the Donbass. And uh, we see there's a huge battle happening for the former, for the Ukrainian city of uh, uh, Bakhmut. I don't know if you've seen about that, but I mean, it looks to me like it's been pretty much fully encircled by the Russians. And any Ukrainians going in there or trying to get out of there are going to die. 
Again, the media says, oh, it's not a big deal. Nobody cares about Bakhmut. It's not an important strategic city. Nothing to worry about. If the Russians win it, well, maybe they have, they have a small victory, but don't worry about it. Any day now, Zelensky's going to come back. And so the fiction is continued. And that's the point in this, that they want to continue this false war. And here's another thing. Has there ever been a war where the media wasn't embedded on the front line, where the media wasn't uh, uh, giving you detailed reports? Uh, as, as far as I'm concerned, this is a kind of a, a very unusual uh, situation. Why, why are there no reporters, you know, live on the front line at Bakhmut? Where are they? Where's the footage of the war? What makes this war so unusual is that apart from propaganda pieces in the media, there's absolutely nothing, I mean nothing, to, 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 to show us what's happening. Why is that? Because I don't suppose they want to let us see what's happening. Parts of Ukraine are being pulverized. Uh, hundreds of thousands of Ukrainian soldiers have been killed. And the ones that were killed, by the way, these were the better troops. The conscripts, the, the, the involuntary conscripts, uh, they're, they're killed overnight when they go uh, because they don't have the fighting experience that the uh, more seasoned men had. But it's, it's an absolute nightmare. And we said this from the very beginning. It looks to me like the West, NATO in particular, is prepared to fight to the last dead Ukrainian. The reality is that we're inching closer and closer to the situation where we actually do reach the last dead Ukrainian, and there won't be anyone else left to fight the Russians. And at that point, I think it will be Zelensky who exits stage left. Now, whether he'll be allowed to do that, I don't know. Um, I, I suspect at some point they're going to have to declare a ceasefire and they're going to have to get into talks. But they could have done that a year ago and saved all these hundreds of thousands of lives, but they didn't do that. Instead, we've had this killing machine in Ukraine, this meat grinder in Donbass, this uh, terrible waste of life. And, uh, and yet the British media seems hot for it to continue. What does that tell you about the British media? Can't they ever run out of corpses?